Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with executive producer and co-host Mark Griffith. Thank you for joining us today. We're very excited to have you. Hope that your summer is going wonderfully. Um, And just thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, We're excited today because uh, we have something of interest to most people. And it's certainly not just millennials. Um, I think it would be considered something that anyone would be interested in. And it's a growing technology. It's kind of at its infancy stage. I wouldn't even say that. It's probably toddler stage at this point. But um, we're talking about smart home technology. And I think that one of the best series that we have going right now is the Leave It to Cleaver series with Steve Cleaver. And I think it's it's really been interesting, Mark, and I'm so glad you found him. Or yeah, he Steve, found us. I don't know which it was. I can't remember, but I'm glad that we have him yeah. <laughs> because uh, he's one of the leading experts of all the different type of products that goes into a home. Mm-hmm. He's out of Atlanta, super sharp, super brilliant, mm-hmm. and got some great blogs. Absolutely. And Steve, thank you again for joining us. We're excited to have you again. Well, I'm excited to be with your audience. Thank you. Absolutely. And we're going to have all of his contact information on our site. and We're going to mention it again um, throughout the show. But one of the the big things that's moving through, uh, I think, the market right now is this smart technology when it comes to homes. We have a smartphone. We have, you know, different types of devices that are out there. And there's always been the technology that would allow for you to put timers on certain things and be able to set your, you know, air conditioner to go to a certain level at a certain time. But now they're starting to marry other technologies, Steve. Um, Tell me a little bit what you know about smart home technology, and then we'll get into some more questions. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned that it might be an adolescent stage. We've got some research that says nearly half of all Americans own or plan to own smart home technology this year in 2016. Wow. And by prediction, by 2020, there will be 30 billion connected products, and every product above $100 will be considered a smart product. That's really remarkable. That's unbelievable. Because every every piece of technology that you see out there right now, whether that be an air conditioning or whether that be a lamp, all of it somehow can be tied into this, correct? Correct. And, you know, we can dream into the future when Amazon comes to your garage door with its package on its drone and is able (laughs) to open up your door, drop off your package, and fly away. And that's that's very in the near future, wouldn't you say? Correct. That type of technology, um, which is great because you know I was just yesterday thinking about shopping for something in my home, and I'm a very spontaneous person, even when it comes to purchasing things for my home. And I thought, well, this would take four or five days to get to you. Even currently, right now, Amazon will get that thing to you in two days, and. I think when you talk about smart home technology, it is a lot about instant gratification because you want to turn on your alarm system or maybe you forgot to turn on your alarm system. Maybe you forgot to set your air conditioner when you went out of town and you want to monitor it. Or maybe it's that you're 
um, on vacation and you want to see and look and what's going on in your backyard or your front yard, all of these things are now able to be done through this smart home technology. Now, um, we're here with Steve Kleber talking about smart home technology. He's with Kleber and Associates, and we've had him on several different shows. And this is one of the smart home technology shows that we've been wanting to do for a while. And Steve, um, I don't know if you heard this or not, but we had a show probably about, I don't know, six, seven uh, months ago. And it had, we had Dr. Roderick Jackson on. And Dr. Roderick Jackson had a technology that would allow for the home to change its climate throughout the day based upon the usage of the family. Is that something that you kind of can incorporate into what you're talking about? Absolutely. There are many different devices that can be adapted to affect climate. Everything from turning on your fan when the front door opens Mm -hmm. to, of course, your thermostat setback. Now that's owned by Google, the next um, technology. And so not only can it adapt your climate, but it can tell when you're home, which may be a little bit scary for some people to think about. Yeah, well, they don't. I think people are are maybe uh, misunderstanding some of the technology, which happens all the time. But these things can be incorporated into a hub so that it's very easy to use. Some people don't even know how to set up a stereo system, but not only is the technology more complex in the background, it's even easier for people to set up, wouldn't you say? Yes. In fact, uh, Apple has its home kit and Google has its Brillo. And like, you've hear, like you hear so many times, there's an app for that. Right. And now yesterday, Google, uh, Apple had its developer conference and they said they were going to expand Siri, which is voice activated. So soon you're going to be able to say, I'm coming home, turn down the air condition and lower the blinds and turn on the, the fans. And it will be able to do it just from voice command. Now, I think people get a little bit, um, I guess, not nervous, but they worry about their pocketbooks when it comes to purchasing some of these items. Um, Like you talked about the blinds, I'm sure you would have to buy a specific kit that would have a little motor in it that would be, you know, would have some sort of Bluetooth technology or whatever the case may be. Do you feel like the price of these items are, are really, really high now, or do you think they'll come down? Uh, they they are a little bit expensive today because they are early in some of the adoption. But there's so many smart home products coming to market, like we talked about, that the price is destined to come down. Also, a one-time investment in this technology can be seen as a long-term return on investment due to the savings of various utilities. Mm. The smart thermostats, the Lux, the Geo, the Nest can save you money by learning your patterns, and then they can operate accordingly, so ultimately it's going to pay for itself. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, When Mark and I, we were uh, doing our, our series on basically efficiency of your of your energy in your home and me and mark both you know spent some money to get our home sealed and that's just a kind of an example of what you're talking about you have to maybe spend a little bit of money but it's an investment and when people are looking to buy homes nowadays i think a lot of times what they're doing is they're they're looking to try to um save long-term money because you know for me in that investment that i made for sealing my home I now today am seeing the reward from that. So that continues to be a great 
um, a great opportunity for us. We're, stock, we're talking with Steve Kleber from Kleber and Associates, and you can you can go to his website and check out some, a lot of his blogs. It's kleberandassociates.com, and we will also have his contact information on our website as well. Um, Steve, you know, we've talked about outdoor living space. We've talked about small homes. We've talked about many things in our series. What makes you think, though, that these smart home technology is, is kind of here to stay? It's just so many products are coming out smart, and they're going to be accepted, almost like the green movement. Now people expect products to be green, and similarly, they're going to expect products to be smart. And it wouldn't surprise me that code will eventually change, just like there is for water conservation. You can't sell a home in some markets unless you have a certain flow rate in your toilet. And it wouldn't surprise me that smart technology will also be so pervasive that codes will adapt in the future as well. Absolutely. And Steve, you know, part of when we talk about smart technologies in the past, when we've had some previous shows and some uh, other experts on the subject, we spoke about, you know, smart grid, smart uh, technologies as far as um, electrical system as it relates to the grid. How do these products could possibly interact with the electrical power of the home to control its, its relationship to the grid? Well, conceivably, if you're generating enough smart technology savings, that could be sold back to the grid. A lot of that yes. prediction is coming from wind and solar power, where, in effect, your home is going to be its own mini-generator. And if you have an excess, then the rest of society wants to celebrate that. Um, but I think that's a little advanced for uh, the general population who wants to think about a setback thermostat or to be able to control their door locks from their, from their uh, smartphone. But it's a nice step. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It shows where this could go. Now, do you remember the movie um, 2001 Space Odyssey or whatever it was? Yeah. Yeah, Hal. Yeah. Hal was the big block that came down. Right. And, I mean, that was a, a movie that was made a long time ago. It was a great movie, kind of a cult following to it. Um, and that that kind of technology is, is actually here now. And it's, it's you know, sort of a, a, a mini look into the future because now we control everything by voice in a lot of ways. When you're driving, you can text with your voice. You, although Siri needs an upgrade on its dictation, I will tell you that. But um, they are, you know, planning on doing that. You just mentioned a moment ago about the release yesterday about um, bringing in uh, some other technology for the desktop and for the other devices that Apple offers. Um, as these companies out there begin to get their arms around this new future that we are living, um, how do they develop um, a broad-based product line without kind of, I guess, disenfranchising people who don't either want to do the technology or that do want to do the technology? Because it's, it's very difficult, I'm sure, to say, okay, we have these fans. Now, if you want the fan that is going to be a part of your smart home, then it's going to be this cost. But we don't, you know, some companies might not even offer the other technology in the future. How do they balance that going forward? Well, my prediction is that it's going to be incorporated into almost everything. So it's right. not going to be an option. Today, it may be an expense, an investment. But again, just like uh, we mentioned a minute ago, that was the way it was with green technology, that at first it was more expensive 
and ultimately society embraces it and it becomes part of the background. And I think smart technology is the same way. Whether you're wearing an Apple Watch or you're using Siri or Google Brillo, um, there's going to be hubs where you're going to interact with what they call the Internet of Things. Mm -hmm. What I'm interested in uh, is, of course, the Internet of Things that affect our home because our our brand is building better brands that build a better home. Mm. And so I'm interested in how this relates to the entrance lock, the garage door, the thermostat, the refrigerator, the dishwasher. And um, it's already here. It's, it's not about the future. Right. That's a very good point. And I'm kind of confused, Steve. Maybe you can unlock this for me as far as the um, how these things are actually implemented and connected to the home. Because it seems like in the old days when you wanted to network your house uh, to um, the computer system, you had to hardwire Cat5 cabling throughout the house, and that was a retrofit. Now with the wireless, it seems like anything can be remodeled and updated with these products. Is that kind of true or not? Absolutely true. And the easiest way to visualize this is to think about a door lock. So let's say you have a mother-in-law suite or an au pair uh, suite, and you want to rent Lock it out in? on no, I'm right, just kidding. No, I'm just <laughs> and, kidding. and you want to rent it out on Airbnb. Well, you could give somebody a code for this new front door lock that would allow them to open and close during the length of their stay, and then you're in Europe, and you could change the code remotely by your phone for the next person who's coming to rent your house. Mm, that's fantastic. Is that the air? Um, Air rent. What do they call this? Air Air, airplay. I'm not sure. We're running out of time in this segment. We're here with Steve Kleber from Kleber and Associates, and we're going to continue Mark's thought or maybe side thought just after these messages. Thank you all for joining us right here on the Housing Hour. We'll be right back with Steve Kleber. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour, and you can have magic, anything that you desire. With this new technology, you really can. Um, you were mentioning a moment ago, Steve, I, which I think is really the, the big piece for people, being able to control their home in one location, and not only that, but it be mobile. Because, I, you know, and I know this is us saying th- the same thing over and over at some level, but for people out there listening who are saying, well, I don't understand, you know, what this technology does or how it works or anything like that. And, and that's understandable because it is a new thing to a lot of people because I think in different parts of the country, first, let me ask this question. Is this growing in, you know, maybe suburban Atlanta or in Atlanta and then maybe in Philadelphia or where is the growth happening uh, of this technology or is it just across the board? It really is across the board. If you ask the same question about who has a smartphone or who owns a home, 
that will give you an indication of the adoption rate because either of those two subclasses of citizens, you have a smartphone and or you own a home, you're already suited to be able to enjoy the, the benefits. Okay, that makes sense. So um, for people out there, you know, one of the things that the Nest offers as an example, which is uh, what other products out there are similar to the Nest? I know that they're not the only company. No, there are so many places. For example, outside of climate control and security, let's think about water heating. So mm -hmm. Rheem has an Econet water heater that can save you money by allowing the controls to place the water heater in energy-efficient mode. So mm -hmm. that can be turned on and off remotely. For example, very few people go and turn down their temperature when they're away for a week or more mm. on vacation. Ah. But, you know, some people don't want to go to the crawl space or wherever it happens to be that you have your water heater. Well, this can be done remotely right with your phone. Mm, this is my dream. <laughs> well, and, you know, when you go down to uh, Lowe's or Home Depot, they have these sections where you can buy this type of wireless equipment for your home. But there's so many of them, like you stated, Steve, and, and they're so confusing because I looked at them and I was just overwhelmed. How do you? And you're a smart guy. And, well, semi-smart, yeah. but I'm the average Joe out there. How do you parse this out and mm. figure out what's the best product, what suits me? Yeah. Well, like I said, I think every home product is going to eventually incorporate this. It's just a question of adoption. So if your phone can control your TV, which it can, then just like a set-top box, each of the appliances in your home is going to be considered smart. I'll give you a couple of other examples. There is now a smart refrigerator called the Family Hub by Samsung, and it actually has a TV on the door. I saw that. Yeah. And it will allow you to not only enjoy the TV, but also to download recipes. That's so cool. I'll give you a prediction for the future since you seem to be interested in, in what this looks well, like. Well, do you happen to have one of those refrigerators that we can test at my house? I'd be, I'd <laughs> be happy be to. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've got the beer that goes in there. But maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if there'll be smart beer for us to, yeah. to consider. But I'll give you a prediction. So imagine the technology that you have at the grocery store where the checkout clerk runs your product over and it and it uses the barcode in order to price it. Well, that same barcode could be scanned when you put your milk in your refrigerator, mm. at which point it could tell you when your milk is out of date. Mm. Let's say you're at the local uh, grocery store and you want to uh, manage your inventory in your pantry and your refrigerator. It could tell you what you've got in there, and you've got 95% of the ingredients for beef stroganoff. Mm -hmm. Your milk is about to go out of date, and by the way, the flour is on sale on aisle four. All of that technology exists today. Wow. It mm -hmm. won't keep inventory of the cookies, will it? Because that could be a problem for me at my house. <laughs> you might need a smart cookie jar. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I mean, most people are willing to adopt these technologies. I think that the technology is so amazing, and it all started in 2007, in my opinion. You may you may disagree, Steve. You may be an Android guy. I don't know. I take you as an Apple guy, but um, the technology really began there with in 2007 because before we had the iPhone, 
you had the BlackBerry, which was the big popular product. And although it might have been able to manage some of this stuff, I mean, really, would you say what is the number one technology that has driven this whole movement? Would it be? I think so. I think smart- it's the phone. Yeah. Yeah, because they are able to run, you know, applications that are very, very complex and dynamic. You know, is it not true that the iPhone has more power in it than what the computer that put the the lunar lander oh, yeah, no on question. the moon? Is no that question. That is absolutely the truth, and it's in your pocket today. I mean, that's just amazing. And so, you know, the sky is the limit, really, for this technology. And I think from a day-to-day standpoint, for parents, for people who are elderly. I mean, there are so many possibilities. It's just, it's endless. You know, the, the, the technology for elderly people, which I think is something that's going to grow and grow may allow for people to maybe live in their home longer than maybe they could have in the past, because there might be able to be some sort of smart home technology that would assist people who are aging. Not that they would need a retirement center, you know, if they need a retirement center, they need a retirement center, but there's, there's certainly technologies out there that would accommodate those type of people as well. And I think that's important. Go ahead. Already today, we have the Fitbit, which ultimately is going to be tied into a smartphone and your doctor can monitor your blood pressure Mm -hmm. live and constantly. So not only is it I've fallen and I can't get up panic button, mm-hmm. but the actual medical and probably the insurance industry is going to be behind this too, where they're going to be able to measure um, your, your vital signs. It won't be long before we have a smart toilet, excuse the expression, mm-hmm. and they will measure your body waste for signs of diabetes. This is all in the foreseeable future. Well, that brings me back to how in 2001 Space Odyssey, because uh, how I would say this system is about to fail. It has six hours and 93, you know, whatever, till it fails. Will this smart system be able to tell us when our systems, and whether it's the heating and air or whatever system we have in place, about ready to fail, something going out on it so we can prevent failure? Not only can we be alerted, but it can call the repairman and tell what kind of parts need to be brought on the truck. Can you imagine one service call instead of two? I had three on a dishwasher. Right. But if the dishwasher told the repair crew exactly what was failing or has failed, they would bring the right part with them because it would be talking to them. It took two trips to figure out what was failing on my dishwasher. And see, when that day comes, you will thank goodness that you had that kind of technology because you're not going to take off three days of work. No, you're right. You know, and another thing with the um, human piece of this, because if you in the future, you know, you have a watch like right now I'm wearing an iWatch or an Apple Watch rather, and it monitors it can monitor my heart rate. That's about as far as it goes. And it also monitors my movement, like how far I walk at what pace, at what at what intensity, because it can measure my distance to my heart rate and all of those things. But I'm sure, Steve, that the smart home technology will expand to involve on a more personal level you and your family and how or what you need to do and, and remind you of certain things. Like, I see that your blood pressure is high. Please take this pill, you know, or or whatever. I mean, the sky's the limit as it relates to this technology. I mean, like you said, it touches everything. 
toasters, countertop. I mean, anything that you could possibly imagine, it's going to, to actually touch. I mean, you mentioned that. Correct. Can you imagine if your insurance went down if you were taking 10,000 steps a day? Mm. Right now, the insurance industry has smart technology oh. that you can plug into your car. Mm-hmm. And if you drive under the speed limit and don't slam on your brakes, there's a discount. So in the end, really? this has to do, well, well wouldn't, wouldn't you me. get a discount on your insurance if you had smart technology against burglary? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, hold that thought because I want to continue on this path. Um, Mark, you might be interested in that because Mark's got all kinds of camera equipment and, and it's all kinds of movement, wireless, wireless movement technology. But we're going to continue this conversation with Steve Kleber on our Leave it to Kleber series. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. My name is Kevin Ray. I am here with my co-host and executive producer, author extraordinaire Mark mm. Griffith, um, with us. And he was able to take time out of his book signing tour to come into the show today. <laughs> he was um, actually at the Secret City Festival just last week um, giving away his award-winning nonfiction thriller, uh, Murder Not Mystery Because It Was Solved, Murder Will Out. So you have to check that out on thehousinghour.com. You can go to our Facebook page and download it. We just posted that link just a few minutes ago. Um, you can check it out. You can also Google it if you just Google Murder Will Out. Mark Griffith is the first thing that pops up, so okay, you can do cool. that as well. Um, download that. It's free, um, presented by Mortgage Investors Group. We'd love for you to to dip into it. It's a very extraordinary book. Steve, you ought to read that book. It's a great book. I can't wait. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You can go right now to Facebook and download it. Um, we were talking about surveillance, I think, Steve. Did you want to expand upon your thoughts there? Uh, the number one smart technology right now is security. Um, Home security, it's the fastest area. We were talking about how the insurance industry is likely to incense you. In addition to smart locks, we talked about those kinds of things from Airbnb. Some of the brands that we're familiar with is called Bricks Array, uh, Quickset Premise, Leland Smart Home Surveillance. You also can monitor carbon monoxide and fire detection. Right. So all of these products are going to talk to each other using that central hub. An insurance agency or an insurance company, they are so smart. I mean, think about it. If you have somebody that you can document and prove that has this security technology, has the airlock, has all these different technologies, yeah, I'm going to give them a 15% discount. I mean, why not? Because their chances of a claim have dramatically reduced by utilizing this technology. I mean, that is just so smart. They're going to incent us. So when you ask about the adoption rate, it's not only the personal convenience or the gee whiz. It's actually going to have various ways that we're going to be able to save money 
that not only is it going to pay for itself, but it actually may provide discounts. I think that was actually from Leave It to Beaver, the gee whiz, wasn't it? That was <laughs> a think, nice little add-in. I think so. Wow, that is amazing. Um, another thing, too, when you think about smart home technology, people automatically say, well, okay, I can't afford it. It's not going to work for me. Have, have you developed, and maybe the people that are producing these products developed, sort of a, you know, okay, here's what the cost is of the product, but let's do a little bit of a diagram for you. Here's the cost, here's the savings, but there's multiple tiers of savings. You're going to have the savings over here, but then you're also potentially going to get a discount on your insurance. I mean, I would assume that some of these people that are pushing these products, is it a consumer education sort of thing, Steve? Because um, my grandmother, who is 93 years old, who just got on Twitter about a year ago, she's she's a she's maybe a senior, but she's a millennial in a senior's body. You know, are are they trying to educate the consumers, and how are they doing that? I mean, obviously, you're coming on the show. You don't work for Samsung, but you did mention their product. I mean, how are they going about getting out the information? Well, it's interesting. The um, we we don't mean to stereotype. Um, uh, countries nor products but it used to be that the korean products were substandard and that the innovation was coming from um companies like ge for appliances well last week ge closed its sale where it is now owned by a chinese appliance company called hire and similarly samsung is now one of the most innovative products so the idea is if these products don't become smart you're going to be left behind. You mentioned before about the BlackBerry. It used to be the BlackBerry was the most ubiquitous form of communication, and now it's virtually unheard of right. because smart technology has unseated it. So at first it's going to be education. Next it's going to be incentive. Mm. And in the end it's going to be that you're going to be left behind right. if your product doesn't innovate. But uh, the question I have is, there's, these products are out there. You can go to Lowe's. You can see them. But if I don't have the ability to actually hook this up, how do we go about that? Are there actually services that will come out there and do this for you? I think the, the secret is to make everything as user-friendly as possible. So um, I, I guess by your question, you really haven't investigated some of these products on a personal level. You're just aware of it from a trends point of view. They right. intimidate me at the personal level. Mm -hmm. Sure. The idea is that these have to be plug and play. Mm -hmm. And it's similar to your phone and it's similar to the, your computer. And listen, my, my um, VCR is still flashing 12 o'clock. But the reality <laughs> is we're, we're now hooked up uh, over a set-top box to the point where your videotapes are obsolete. Right. No, that's very true. And most people that are utilizing an iPhone, what these companies, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but they have made their their systems compatible with the iOS device and the Android, um, the Windows phone, um, the BlackBerry. You know, I mean, even though it's obsolete, it's still available. They, they're trying what they, a good product like the Samsung refrigerator or whatever other product you could think of, whether that be, you know, the, um, the heating and air conditioning or whatever, the, the surveillance, they all are making their products compatible with your phones. That's the first key, right? Correct. And then there's going to be a hub 
for your entire house, and it's probably going to come in through the TV. And oh. everybody is looking for oh, okay. uh, the the ability to connect to that device. So oh, okay. Apple's Apple has TV. Google's ultimately going to have one. And just recently, in the last month or so, uh, Congress changed the laws that says set-top boxes can be sold separate from your cable company. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you're going to own an appliance, and it's going to network with your smartphone. So, okay. So, because the way I look at the Apple TV is it's simply an extension of my phone because it does everything that my phone does. My phone is my TV, and my TV is my phone. I have no, there's no difference in my mind because I can watch, last night I was watching on my phone the NBA Finals game, and I I simply sat on my couch and threw it up on my TV, and it was just a very smooth transition, and it had, it was seamless. Same thing goes for, um, you know, whether that be uh, YouTube. You know, I was watching a YouTube channel on my phone, and I was able to simply easily transition into the living room and throw it up on my TV. So I, I don't see any difference between the two. So what you're saying is you're going to be able to marry your hub on your TV, which is going to control all of your entire home, but you also can easily throw that control to your phone. Correct. And your TV now is just for entertainment, but right. ultimately this hub will do everything from your locks to your dishwasher and your water heater. Yeah. Well, um, the Apple TV, I, I don't want to promote anything, even though, as a disclosure, I do have a little Apple stock because of Mark. Um, but I will say this, the Apple TV, the new Apple TV is robust and it drives like a wonderful car. It, it is very nice. And uh, Steve, do you have the Apple TV? I do, but ultimately it's going to be a set-top box. Right, right now it's just a little chip, and Google has one, and mm-hmm. they've dropped in price from somewhere between 30 to to $99. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately they're going to create a, an appliance. And they're also going to try to have an appliance to your um, to your driverless car, but that's for another day. Yeah, because we need to oh, have that's that a show. Good point. I want that show soon because I want to be able to send, uh, you know, my car to work with me in it and be able <laughs> to read a book in the back seat. And actually, that technology exists right this very moment. To be all honest, all of this with, technology yeah. we're discussing exists. It's just yeah. a question of can they make it affordable and will enough people buy it? It's the laws of supply and demand. But the technology is all here, and some of the appliances are already coming out, and that's what I want to report to you. Steve, Absolutely. do you see any? Uh, congr- where one, all the companies are going to form like one big company to put out this product, or are we going to be seeing it in different Apple, Samsung, all of the different ones? Likely they're going to follow a certain protocol, very similar to we mentioned before about VCS, VHS, and beta. There was a time where, uh, if you recall, homes were determining, do I want beta tapes or do I want VHS tapes? In the end, beta went professional and VHS went consumer, and both technologies stayed in existence. But it's likely going to be Google or Apple that is going to try to control the protocols. Okay. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Now, in our last segment, because we only have one moment, one minute left in this segment, I would like for you, Steve, to take a, an opportunity to go through and just give us some product, like maybe some company names that we can look and in, in investigate, and maybe Google or whatever Bing or whatever you use to explore all of the smart home technology that's out there. You know, I'd love for you to do that so that we can, you know, investigate more about what they offer, if that's okay with you. 
My pleasure. Absolutely. We're going to be right back. And guys, we want to thank you for joining us on the Housing Hour today. We have Steve Kleber with us from Kleber and Associates. It's our Leave it to Kleber series. And we are just excited to offer you this information. And I'm excited about learning more about it as well, as I hope you are too. So join us right after these messages right here on the Housing Hour. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, it's Kevin Ray here with executive producer and co-host Mark Griffith. And we want to thank Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com, for presenting this show. Um, You can find our shows at thehousinghour.com, our current show, past shows. And we'd love to have you find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thehousinghour. We're also on Twitter at thehousinghour and also uh, Pinterest. Mark is on Pinterest as well. So um, in studio, we have Mark, our executive producer. On the phone, we have Steve Kleber with Kleber & Associates. He is here talking about smart home technology. And, Steve, there are so many products out there. What are some of your favorite products? Well, if your listeners want to um, search on uh, Google or Bing, some names to take a look at. First of all, a ubiquitous uh, retailer, Target Corporation, they are already converting stores. Their one in San Francisco is called Innovative Open House. Mm-hmm. And they're opening up another one in Minnetonka, Minnesota, called Connected Living. So you can check on okay. Open House and Connected Living by Target. Um, in terms of security and smart locks, take a look at Bricks Array, Quickset Premise, Lillen Smart Home Surveillance. In terms of carbon monoxide and fire detection, look at First Alert One Link. Obviously, we talked a lot about Apple. Take a look at Apple HomeKit, Google Brillo, and Samsung SmartThings. Also, the uh, smart fridge we talked about by Samsung is called the Family Hub. Mm-hmm. And then the thermostats that we mentioned, look at Lux Geo and Next. Okay. We talked about water heating. Take a look at Reams Econet and Hunter Fans has uh, its ability to connect to HomeKit. Um, some, some ones that are a little bit more obscure to think about. There is a smart shower head called Hydrao, H-Y-D-R-A-O, and it can help you conserve water by changing colors that indicate how much water has been used. So not only is it smart technology, but it adapts to your own ability to control the amount of water. Can Um, you make it go cold if your daughter's been in the shower too long? That's what we should do, exactly. (laughs) The other interesting technology, and and these are out now. This this isn't a future speak. Uh, Whirlpool has just put out its laundry suite Mm. that can automatically order supplies from Amazon when you're running low. Not only will it order your detergent, but it can also donate to charity with each load that you've washed. That's so cool. What about folding and all that? I know that you mentioned that. 
there is actually a product called Laundroid, and right now it can fold a shirt in five minutes. But think about one shirt in five minutes. That's like me. <laughs> well, I know. But think about 2020. And by that year, the prediction is that Laundroid will be able to wash, dry, fold, and place your clothes back in the closet, completely eliminating the laundry process with human touch altogether. That is so cool. What about mowing the grass? Is there a technology out there? Do you know of? I don't know of that, but we really ought to develop something like that because there's certainly the Roomba, which is the vacuum cleaner, mm -hmm. and that technology that. could be adapted to mowing the lawn the same way that you're picking up the lint off of the carpet. Mm -hmm. Or just create smart seed and it has smart grass and it just only grows a certain height. Right. Well, now, there is microclimates where the farm is using a different amount of moisture for different microclimates on the farm. So there's no reason that we couldn't also adapt with how our grass is growing. That's amazing. I tell you, Steve, you bring such, yeah. a, such a fresh air into the show on all this new stuff. And we thank you so much for bringing your expertise into the Housing Hour and uh, helping us understand this. And sorry for some of the questions not sounding all that smart like the home, but we know that our, 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 our loyal listeners want to know the very, very basics and get that established first. So Steve Cleaver, thank you so much, sir, for joining us today on the Housing Hour. If smart homes are the future, then the future is now. Thank you. Boom. That's awesome. We want to thank him so much. Steve Kleber can be found at Kleber & Associates. You'll find him on the Housing Hour as well. And on our um, banner ad we have, which is his series called Leave it to Kleber. So we want to thank Mark, our executive producer and co-host, Dave, our producer, and Mortgage Investors Group for bringing this show to you every week. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.